Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. I brought you a little gift today for Fast Facts. Oh. It's a sister duo, one of which is, wait for it, went to law school. <laughs> so, like, And the actually, other one who just like kind of goes with her gut. Stop it. <laughs> that is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to find out my kindred spirit is exactly. the lawyer sister of Maren Crosby. That's what's about to happen. Is it Sarah Means? It is. Oh my gosh, Sarah Means. I'm Jody. Hi, so nice to meet you. <laughs> Wait, you guys, I heard a little rumor. You have to tell me about your reciprocal hashtags. Oh, yes. The hashtag Jody wouldn't let me do it, and the hashtag Shelly made me do it. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm we terrified. It's the same. I know. I know. Okay, and, this so, is, and, and this Lizzie. is Lizzie Duplantis. And, <laughs> and you guys are we the co founders of Mirren Crosby. We are. Which is a beautiful, beautiful boot company. Like, all I want is Mirren Crosby boots, and we're going to talk about that next. Mm-hmm. Um, and when did you found your company? So, we, three and a half years ago. Jean okay. will make four years. Okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. Shelly and I are about three and a half years into this. And every year puppy. feels like a new year from the start from scratch is how it kind of feels every single year. Do you guys feel like you've started things a little bit from scratch again oh, this absolutely. year as if it was the beginning? Uh, yes, actually. It, there was, I think, way too many kind of similarities to our first year, like sitting on the floor at FedEx once oh. again, patterning things on our own because we didn't have as much of a staff support and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think it's been quite... Everyone can kind of relate to having to backtrack just a bit this year and kind of go back to your roots. So if you're the gut sister, did you come up with the idea? You're like, let's make absolutely beautiful, custom, absolutely. They are stunning. Your boots are stunning. I follow. I've, I've done them all in my, well, I'm asking too many questions at one time. You're excited because you were looking in the mirror at us. Well, yes. And I think you have a boot called the Jody. Oh, she's done her homework. We oh. do. So one of my lifelong goals is to. Be a Jody and Jody's. I feel like it's Jody I. <laughs> Jeez, Jody. I knew this was going to be fireworks today. Yeah. Is it Jody I? I think that boot Jody, is... it's Jody. But oh, well, I that's know. okay. Jode. Oh my Maybe God, call me Jode. Just have a little, a little double. We can slip mm-hmm. an I in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An, okay. Was it named after someone? Do you know everyone your boots are named after? Yes. So all of our styles are named after people that have been really influential in our lives or in our business. So um, you know, especially our very favorites. And actually, the Jody Jode. Okay. okay. The we're renaming the Jody I is um, <laughs> is named for our production manager at the factory, who's our cousin, and she's super cool and super smart. And um, it's so fun that we are these women that get to work together, and she's really similar to us in age and aesthetic. And we're so grateful to her for for everything she does for us. So she, it's a big one, a big boot. Okay, I want to rewind. I'm gonna meet her. Oh, you're gonna Go meet ahead, her. Yet. So I want to rewind for a hot second though, because one of my favorite things that I know about you guys is your dad was like, work, work. I don't care that you're a girl work again. Tell me about how your background from the ranch has really been a key to the success now. 
Constanza. And we grew up on our family's cattle ranch in West Texas outside of Marfa. Back before Marfa was like where people came to see world-class art, Mm -hmm. it's where we went to take with dad and to take cows to the vet and go to ballet and get blizzards at Dairy Queen. Like that was our Marfa. Um, But we we grew up, um, like I said, on our family's cattle ranch. We're the fifth generation to grow up there. And um, there's a brother sandwiched in between us. Lucky soul. (gasps) Okay, so that's the other thing. We have a brother, too. There you go. But he's, guys, he's the baby. Is yours yeah. as tired as ours. He's the very tie-tie of us. <laughs> our, make him very tie-tie. Our brother, like, some people don't know that we have him. Yeah. And it's hysterical. He's our secret weapon. Yeah, he is our I secret weapon. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much younger is he than you two? Three, three years younger than me. Five years younger than me. Okay. Jody's okay. older. So is, is, is the ranch name Mirren Crosby? Where it's do we not know? So Mirren's a play on our great grandfather's first name. So much like my dad, he was also colorful and kind of the consummate cowman. Um, just a really great dude, really beneficial in my dad's life. And uh-huh. then Crosby is a pasture, and I have to spell it out: pasture, T R E, not pastor. Um, <sighs> on our on our family's cattle ranch, um, and then also a street in Soho, in New York, where we both lived and worked um, for years. So Lizzie worked in finance in New York for almost 10 years. I worked in fashion. So we love kind of the intersection of the ranch and New York and, and kind of all of those things that have been so important in our lives. Okay, so this is like where the humble sister a, comes yeah. in and she's like, you know, like she worked in finance and I worked in fashion, <laughs> a.k.a. we worked for major companies. Can we rewind on that? Where did we work and what did you learn from that that's helping you now? So I um, lived in New York for a little over 10 years. I... Um, I was in finance. I was with um, Goldman Sachs, and then I went over to a hedge fund, Tiger Global. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I wore – but, you know, again, we were ranch kids. And um, I went to work in my fairy pencil skirts in the oh, 2000s, girl, early totally. 2000s, and my cowboy boots. And Yeah, and I, too, after college, moved to New York, and I worked um, – I did wholesale sales for Leffler Randall, which oh, is yeah, a contemporary yeah. Love, um, yeah, fashion uh, – shoe and handbag company so it was amazing I loved it well did y'all ever like look at each other as young girls and say oh my gosh we want to like we want to get into fashion I want to make our own boots or is this like did this come about later in life so it came a bit later you know I think being ranch kids we always sort of had to make our own fun I mean we grew up playing you know we had to get creative, right? Yeah. Because we didn't have many neighbors. <laughs> um, so we've always learned, you know, we've always played together and, and kind of made our own fun. And recently, as we got older, had the idea that that there was really a hole in the market for yeah. a really contemporary cowboy boot that was, you know, made for more than kind of the ranch and the rodeo. And so we decided um, to, to launch that collection. But we're, we're lucky in that, you know, being collaborative is, has always come very easily. We were, you know, the, the cowboy was just part of our aesthetic. It was our heritage. Yeah, it's what we've yeah. grown up wearing. So it was really like very normal for us to incorporate them in our in our wardrobes. And um, Sarah and I designed our own and kind of because of our, our cousins in the factory in South Texas where our boots are handmade. And because of our relationship with them, they always allowed us to kind of bring designs to fruition. Um, and so we kind of had... I guess cultivated what we thought was a very chic collection of cowboy boots early on, and, and, and we wore them. Okay, well, did you hatch the plan when you were there in New York together? We did, we did, and it was always kind of a pipe dream, if I'm being perfectly honest. It was sort of this thing we'd drink champagne and talk about on our birthdays, and, yeah. you know, it was going to be what we did, kind of as our second career. And I think it's emotional. It's such a great silhouette. But, you know, the, the my favorite thing I think about it, and um, probably Lizzie's too, is that it's such a great for- vehicle for self-expression. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to kind of include customization in our in our program um, and all of that. Are you, like, pinching yourself? Or do you believe you're here? What advice do you have for an entrepreneur who's looking at you going, golly, three years in and they're in vogue twice? Like, what, what? I think at some point you just kind of got to think, 
I really believe in this idea. I've got to get about this. Like, just you, you've got to take a leap. Like, you've got to do something to push the ball forward. And once you kind of have people saying, well, okay, like, I'm, I'm on board, then it just starts to – so you think your best advice is to go with your gut? I, I would agree. I think you would say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and, 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 and quit talking about it. Let's do something. Is that fair? Absolutely. I feel like so many people I talk to are like, oh, I just don't know. It's like, no, no. You're, you got you to gotta like take so, a leap. Lizzie, when? <laughs> During your leap. <laughs> <laughs> does Sarah say, Whoa. Wait. Hold on. Or does she, or does she let you run? Or Sarah, when do you like, how far do you let her run? You know, I think that, I think Shelly can answer this even better than me. Oh. What is the answer? I think she said, say. hold up. Let's figure out how we risk manage what's coming. Let's find every <laughs> trap, loophole, and pothole. In fact, we might, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. Meanwhile, right. I'm like, eh, no. Already said in the lease, like, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. So, Sarah, what is it like when she comes in? This is almost therapy for Jody and I. When she comes in, just spewing these ideas, and I want this and I want that, we're going to do this. How do you guys work together on that? So I will tell you, Lizzie is quite the rolling door fresh. She like rolls in in the morning. She's been up since five. She's Aww. has four children. They're amazing. But I mean, her mornings are like back to back school lunches, tying shoelaces, making to do lists, somehow getting in a workout and getting to work on time blows my mind. I can't even do it myself. And I'm perfectly independent at this point in my life. Um, but, you know, Lizzie blows in. And I think it's because she gets up so damn early that she's had so uh-huh. much time to come up with these brilliant she's ideas. to go. My groggy, you know what, has not quite gotten there. <laughs> You're drinking your Nespresso uh, for the first time. I tell you, I'm just starting to smell the coffee. I'm mm. making my list. I just got to work. I like my outfit. And then in rolls Lizzie. And she's like, you know what we're going to do today? We're taking over Asia. Yeah. We're selling oh cowboy boots God. at every luxury store in Asia. And here's a list. I did some research while she, I was up at five. I'm actually not morning. kidding. This is my new thing. It's international push. Uh-huh. That but, was uh, new 2020. Well, that was yesterday. And then actually um, <laughs> oh, this morning, this morning was was quite the Instagram campaign idea, which we can talk about later. Yes. But um, anyway, to answer your question, I do think, you know, Lizzie is a little bit, we, we kind of laugh, but that she's macro and I'm micro. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, call it yin yang, call it macro, micro, call it whatever you want to. I think that that, um, you know, the the differentiation in kind of our personalities and our backgrounds and our partnership is sort of where the magic is. I think it's the secret to our sauce a little bit, which mm-hmm. I feel like you guys have, too. And but, I feel so I feel so blessed to like have that because I do. So we get the question all the time. Like, how is it to work with your sister? Yeah. Oh, it's and all too. anybody yes. asks it's, us. It's like and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. And I'm like, no, actually, we are. It's so interesting. We are. She's. Literally, my favorite person on the planet, my best friend. Uh, Seth creeps in there. He's close. He's so close. <laughs> but, he, but really, I just, it's ridiculous. I just love her so much. But we are like so, so different. Do you guys um, feel the same? Is that kind of how yeah. you answer oh, that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, we yeah. fought over jean jackets and we yeah. would we would draw a line in the carpet and be like, if you even step into my room and you touch my closet, I mean, it'd be world war. But I think when you learn how to fight over a jean jacket and get yeah. over it, like, yeah. you know, we disagree. I mean, well, Shelly's always been my biggest supporter since I w- can remember. There mm-hmm. you go. And likewise, I hope she would say the same. Maybe yeah. she can no. chime in now. Yes. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Support me in this. No, <laughs> I, I do support Shelly. And I, but I, I mean, I do think there were moments that were jarring for how different our industries were. You at mm-hmm. least both worked at like, let's call it companies. Yeah. Shelly was in the news and I was in a law firm. So those two might be a little Very different. Because I walked out not knowing what a Google document was and Jody's like, BCCing and CCing and like her documents written like with a perfect outline and semicolons in place you know whereas my emails go like this what's up you come in four o'clock like they're really yes 
Yes. And Jody's like, says, okay, yes. what? Wait, that's so interesting to me, Shelly, because you seem so detail-oriented. Um, not in the way that I, I, when I communicate and write, I write like a journalist, which is on a third grade level. And so it's just really to the point, I don't do a good job of putting flowers around things. Um, but I think when you're with your sister, and, and for y'all too, it's like, I can read Jody's face. I know when she's doing something, what she thinks of the person in front of her, and if she's motivated, excited, concerned, whatever. Yeah. And you can just really tell each other the truth, right? So how, I mean, like, what have been kind of like the, uh, I guess, growing pains? Okay, I think that the hardest growing pain was learning some of the substance of what the other one did. You can call it communication, but I just think that there are just things I did not understand you have to do with media. I did not even understand the real, honestly, y'all, I didn't even know. Oh, boy. That we were installing overhead lights in the studio because I didn't even know studios had overhead lights. So when they showed up with them, I thought, oh, this looks good. Right. Meantime, Jody is trademarking every color, shade, shape, and word. And I'm like, we're never going to need that. What is well, this? And the real and truth is, like, maybe I'm, like, outing Shelly on one other thing. But, you know, Shelly learned a lot of rules about information and how it's shared but she learned it from the lens of a journalist which is very different than the lens of a for-profit business owner of a small business owner and you have to just literally recalibrate some of it but when you're a lawyer you've only been around people that know how to think like that so so okay. that is so interesting and that's what y'all uh, have yes well you're sweet to say that but sarah went to law school and um, took the bar and passed the flying colors she's Extremely smart, and since she's the most humble person I know, I'll Aww. brag on her. But that said, I think one of the things I've noticed most about her time in law school is just how she's learned to think. Like, yeah. it's so different how, like, law school shapes, you know, kind of your approach to things. And, and, and Well, and it's like a long – I mean, hey, we're going to get to Asia. You're getting to Asia. We're yeah. You're going to need a lawyer to get to Asia. Listen, I, I just put – I have the ideas, and Sarah's the one that – yeah. Well, if you ask Jody what is her number one piece of advice, I can answer the question. She'll first thing she'll say is get a lawyer. So you've got a lawyer. I yeah. A lawyer. Yeah. Well, my whole thing, too, is find a lawyer. If you want to start a business, if you'll find a lawyer, you're probably going to end up somewhere right in the sweet spot of risk and reward. Wouldn't you agree that same goes for accounting? We laugh all the time. Oh, no, I mean, we wish you, our brother was an accountant. Are I you know, kidding me? I mean, he would just be the, a triple threat. No, our brother's not. I mean, if you try to find one. You know, no, my, totally. my best advice to your point of finding a lawyer, I'd say find a lawyer and a great accountant because I, I still think those are the people that keep you out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> I love being out of jail. It is so much fun. See, y'all, my brother, our brother, is also a lawyer. So it's two lawyers of oh, me. Oh, stop. It's, it's a oh, rough it's hard cross to, be to bear. It really it is, is a rough, rough cross to bear. No going to jail for this one. And I, I kind of think I'd like jail. Don't they you sleep in a little bit? <laughs> Someone makes your meals in, for you? You don't have to get up at 5 Yeah, the mother of four is like, no <laughs> kids are going to come screaming, crawling into my bed at 4 a.m. I'll go to jail. Sounds great. No, I did just laugh in my head because when you said four kids, which I would love to ask about too. But you could literally have a lawyer, an accountant, <laughs> the the big idea Build person. an empire. And a web Oh, yeah. A graphic oh. designer. If we had a web 100%. designer sibling, we would be unstoppable. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I completely agree with that. But like, And a basketball team at the same time. That's but right. That's boom, right. Boom, boom, boom. Um, I was laughing with Sarah since she's the fashion side of things. Um, you like laughed so hard. And I was like, oh, I was like complimenting you. And I was like, you know, like how you guys put the boots with like a skirt. Uh, with a jacket with a belt next to a cactus and, it, and she like died laughing where do you get this aesthetic to like put yeah. it together because you know I wear just the basics I feel like all the time and I might be brave enough to like spice something up here and there 
Do you just like play? Do you play around with it? You are super chic and always look like a million bucks. I don't buy that for a second. Well, that's true. Yes, I think play, um, play definitely. But you know, so much of, I think, Lizzie, you would agree with me on this. So much of our aesthetic, I think, is really rooted in where we grew up. You know, we talk about the mm-hmm. ranch, but we're so inspired by by the ranch and kind of the mix of the flora and the fauna, the amazing, you know, sweeping night skies. West Texas is really famous for its stars. Um, mm-hmm. And we even have, you know, stars kind of sprinkled throughout the collection. It's something that I think we'll always, always um, use. And, and it's so informed our aesthetic. But to answer your question, play for sure. And, you know, I think the home, and, and travel, so kind of the mm-hmm. kind of the, the big mix there. But travel, work and play, travel and home. Where are the but what states? Like where do you sell the most boots? It's interesting to Mostly look at the Texans um, or? at the analytics on that. No, it's kind of curious. Yes, we have a, a great Texas following for which we are grateful. Um, but that's kind of expected. I mean, what you would hope with cowboy boots that that would kind of be. Well, and so, in fairness, being you know that the, our brick and mortars physically yeah. in, in Dallas, Dallas yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. skews our numbers a, a bit as a as opposed to if we were just online or whatever and our customers were everywhere. You know? mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there's kind of obvious ones that you'd like, yes, throughout the South, like we have a good little Atlanta, Little Rock, and Nashville. But what's really exciting is that we have these little like kind of break-ins. Like we, we've had it, we've had a kind of a good little following in New York, but like y'all, random, Connecticut, Greenwich all of a sudden? That, I believe that. Is that interesting? And then LA, which I'm so jazzed about because I'm kind of like, okay, if the, if the two coasts get it, mm-hmm. we're on to something. Then you're um, on to Asia. Yeah. You Listen, know? next step, they are not going to know what hit them. They're not, not going to know what hit them. The other thing that I love, so I, I I did just get a pair of the boots. They're actually really comfortable, which I was a little bit surprised by because I I kind of thought they would be really uncomfortable, if I'm being honest, but they're so comfortable. And I got the starry, the ones with the stars on it because that's like where you're rooted and I can picture you guys on the ranch looking at these stars. Um, but the boys, they haven't done it yet. Clay's dragging his feet. I'm like, Clay, write the sweet note about me. I'm going to put it in the boots. <laughs> I literally said that to him last night. I'm going to get to see these girls tomorrow. Can you write like how much you love me and like how great I am and like get the kids together, like draw something because you can actually like put it on the inside of the boot. And it's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you mean like you can actually like yes. place artwork Which within is so cool. the, like the leather that is on the mm-hmm. inside of to it. To make exactly. it more of an heirloom. So I would love to hear some of the stories without mm-hmm. saying their names, et cetera, but like what kind of stuff have you seen people want to put inside their boots as their story? So it's my favorite part of the program, but I'm very like ooey gooey, like sentimental, you know. But we just feel like, again, putting, allowing our customers to put um, kind of a personal stamp on on their boots um it's just in a day and age when things are mass produced and it's such yeah. a global economy it's really yeah. nice to have something super personal and our boots again are like you know handmade domestically produced and they're really works of art i mean done um with techniques that unfortunately are kind of um going away but yes so back yeah and i think we we feel like that tells a story right so at, at the end of the day our our business is so about our customers and we want to tell the story of the wearers and and you know we hope that they incorporate their boots into a lifestyle that that they're proud of and you know excited about and, and that tells sort of a little bit about them so i think some of our favorites lizzie's again the romantic what was your favorite oh gosh well um always are the will you marry me's oh. Oh. I love them. Will you marry me in a boot with your new initials? You get a boot and ring? Like, how do you say no to that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that. I also so got, was, if she's on the fence, guys, take notes. Right, yeah. right, get right. Say no to the get double the whammy. Um, cute push presents. Really cute push presents. We just did when someone stamped, um, you know, in the hospital, you take like um, – fingerprints and, and footprints yeah. they stamped a little bit of her baby's footprint in the, in the boot that was really, really sweet stop but it. then we had like one come home from um being deployed and has been gone for a really long time and it was like welcome home to your roots to texas that like 
that kills means, you. Yeah, kills me. Oh, we um we did a like a grandmother's um chocolate chip cookie recipe that was like the big Stop family kind it. of secret recipe recently That's in her genius. handwriting. It was like the Stop little it. recipe card, which was so sweet. And then oh oh, this is a good one. Somebody just did um they went to like a baseball game on their first date and they oh, had the yeah. ticket. So they made we did the ticket Stop on the it. inside. That's and that's so fun. And you know, it's just a little thing. Nobody else sees it. It's, it's kind, kind of, of a big thing. Though. Little no no, but I, I mean know. physically my mouth is just open and gaping. I'm just in I love. know. I'm but dying. it's so fun when you get, you know, you're after you've had more cups of coffee than Lizzie, <laughs> hear me. And um, in the morning, and you're pulling your your boots on to head out the door. It's so fun to see that little token of of whatever that personal thing is on the inside. Well, can I? So let's talk about the people that make them because that's family too. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Yes, very much so. So, long story is that my um my dad's cousin, who we call uncle, bought the Rios of Mercedes uh, line and factory in the 1960s. So oh. it's been in our family since then, and. Rios of Mercedes is what it's called, doesn't do anything direct to consumer, meaning you can't okay. walk in off the street and buy boots from them or order custom boots from them, whatever. It's strictly wholesale, but they make an exception for friends and family. So that is how we kind of, that was our entree and these crazy custom boots that we would design and, you know, wear in New York. And we really were only allowed to do that because our sweet uncle humored us and we asked him to do all the crazy things. And I'm sure he was, again, kind of like our brother, a little tired of us. Yeah, like a little tired. Girls enough. <laughs> yeah. But um, but again, so he owns the factory and and Jody was his daughter. Jody's his daughter. And so we've grown up with her and have always been really close. Our cousins on the factory then were our yes. best made. and and um, they're all made by hand, which is great. And mm-hmm. you know we are in really close communication with our lead artisans, Art and Andy. Um, Who are talk to them just almost our daily. favorite yes. people. The I love them. They're I the know. Best. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so to answer your question there, but again, all made by hand, which is really special. And I mean, these these guys are masters of their craft. It's unbelievable. You know, many of the artisans that we work with have been making boots for upwards of forty and fifty years, which is crazy. So are they? Is there is there another group coming up beneath them that are being trained like mm-hmm. old school stuff? Yes, it's a cool, like really an old school apprenticeship. Yeah. Um, and yeah. what the other thing that's kind of fun is um, actually. Art's, or sorry, Andy's um, son-in-law works really closely with him. So it's also kind of a family thing there too. And so it's, you know, I love the, not just as an apprenticeship, but it's also another family connection story. And we we love that. It's kind of special. So tell me about how you got to call them recently in December because a big, 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 big name kind of needs a pair of boots. Tell us that. Liz, have you uh, checked the tabloids this so morning? We, yeah, no, we've been we've come in at the tabloids looking at stuff on uh, on the web. Well, and um, a celebrity, which I'll um, I'll leave her name out, just uh, you know, but and um, her executive assistant has ties to Dallas and was here for the holidays for Christmas, and she came in um, with orders to um, pick a boot for Taylor Swift for her thirty first birthday, which we were so jazzed about, and so um, we had them rush to send to Taylor, who at the time was in London. But, uh, but it was, to backtrack, what we yeah. rushed was we can personalize an right. existing boot. So we mm-hmm. have her initials. So we did TS on one side and then 3-1 for her. She was turning 31 on the other. Um, exterior ear pulse. So as you wear them, you know, they're kind of personalized and monogrammed. So that's what we were having rushed. Right. But we called the factory and we were like, guys. Well, first they called us and they were like, Taylor Swift? Like, the Taylor Swift? We were like, Art Nanny, can you believe it? Like, yes, absolutely. We were like, y'all got to do, y'all got to do really well on these, please, you know? But honestly, y'all, it was more of a curse than, almost more of a cursing than a blessing, because more of a curse than a blessing, because that spawned this whole conversation about what everybody's favorite Taylor Swift song was. We were on the phone for like 45 minutes. Oh, that's amazing. But it's a great debate. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? I love that you have these artisans on a ranch talking about their favorite Taylor Swift song. But I will say, and, and back to like a more serious note, like, 
I really think that they've had a great time with our project because we've kind of, our project being Miriam Crosby, um, because we've kind of pushed the boundaries for what has always been done and what they've always been doing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like, we'll go down. We're actually going to the factory next week. Um, but we have to butter them up. We, they, they love the Cowboys. And we actually have an end to Tony Romo, so we get them to sign stuff and we take it down to Art. <laughs> when was the first time you were like, oh, my gosh, wait, is that our, is that, our, is that, our, is that my boat? What is that? What was your? So we call it seeing them in the wild. In the wild. In the wild. wild. When do you? When were the in the wilds? Were you like, no way, Lizzie? What was yours? Well, actually, so I'm going to tell you. And my my husband's was my favorite. So Seth saw him in the wild before I did, and he was on a flight back. Um, on a Southwest flight back from New Orleans, I think picking up one of our kids who was visiting his mom. And he sat next to this guy and they struck up a conversation. It turns out that this guy was the COO of uh, Southwest Airlines, which is really fun. But he had on a pair of. Um, left. A pair of Marion Crosby boots. And Seth was like, hey, dude, are you wearing the Seth boot from Marion Crosby? And he was like, how do you know that? And Seth was like, oh, because I'm Seth. (laughs) Oh, stop. Stop. Definition of a humble brag. Definition. Back to the Jody boot. We're going to respell for you. But Uh, Seth was jazzed about it. And it was pretty pretty fun to get his phone call. What about you, Sarah? You had a good one. Um, I actually, I was, you know, ever, ever the Dallas sports fan. I was leaving a Mavs game um, years ago with uh, actually on a date, which is hilarious. Um, and spotted him on this really cute girl um, in front of me and started jumping up and down. I literally think yeah. I was like flapping my arms in the middle of what is now Nowinski Way. Do you think that's why you didn't call back? That might have been why you didn't oh, call back. Yeah, gosh. you hate to see it. Yeah, I hate to see it. Oh, it's one to like, one if he couldn't get excited about Boots in the Wild. I'm telling you. He wasn't the Seth. On no, the Seth. No. It's kind of like the think. first time somebody came into the slate that we did not know. Yeah. We're like, oh, no. oh, thank God. Oh, no. well, are you guys- this is not my best friend's best friend's sister, <laughs> sister's daughter's brother's mother who's coming in because they begged to be you nice. just to be nice to me, <laughs> lift our spirits. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? But um, we- quickly, just out of curiosity, how did how did the production side of this kind of spin out of the shared of the of the um, workspace shared workspace? So it's been there from the start. I mean, really, when I look at this space and I I didn't say, hey, let's create a newsroom. But basically what you're looking at is the mm-hmm. most beautiful newsroom you've ever seen in mm-hmm. your life. This mm-hmm. is what Channel 8 felt and looked like. Open space, private offices around the corners, you know, along the outside yep. for the managers. You pop into the studio for something quick. Shelly, go voice this. Hey, Shelly, go front this promo. And so the studio's always been part of it. So when we did our, quote, pivot that everybody talks about, we just pivoted more from just giving people the ability to use the space to helping them use the space, yeah, to create sense. your a virtual event, to create your video, to help, you know, if you need your podcast intro edited, here we are, we can do that too. So Shelly so walks in with there. a lot of ideas on a Tuesday morning too. <sighs> and one of them is, I feel like people were a little behind Shelly, <laughs> meaning Shelly was a little further down the road of understanding that as an amenity, everyone's going to need a studio space. And it really Smart. took COVID to yeah. make people get it. COVID and, and helped people understand. For some people, we say it's swallowing the pill. Not everybody loves to get in front of a camera, but it is part of doing, it's part of owning a business now. It just mm-hmm. is. You have to build content. Y'all know that. Yeah. Or you have to train your employees from a distance, or you have to talk to your investors from a distance, or you have to, you know, create beautiful video that people actually pay attention to and watch now. But um, Shelly, I think, always said, you know, video was king, but I don't think people believed her until may of this year mm-hmm. and now they do and it's it's always been here it's just people really know how to capitalize on it now and we're trying to help people do that and now we have case studies norm. too yeah. it's like every nonprofit that was scared to do yeah. this are, they're now they're they're bringing in more money than they ever have mm-hmm. sarah your favorite thing about your sister Ooh. Oh, gosh Shelley. where do you begin that is not i'm fast. telling you um, you can only choose you can only, you got to just be like her blank 
Laugh. Her laugh. Okay. Your extremely stylish grandmother, other than the Ferragamos, what's an accessory that she would like to see you incorporate in Mirren Crosby? Nice jokes. Wow. Ooh. Thoughtful lawyer Ooh, question. Something For, lavender. First, she'd be pissed that I was talking with gum in my mouth. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's rolling over. Mm-hmm. Rolling Poor over. Graham. Yeah, no. um, something lavender. She loved lavender. She loved lavender. Okay. Um, Sarah, back to you, and then we'll flip-flop. Um, who is the fashionista, since you are a fashionista? Who are you watching? Mm-hmm. Who are you like, oh, her aesthetic is so on point. I know you have like probably 800. you got to choose one. Please tell them what exactly you were doing in the floor of the cash wrap this um, weekend. So <laughs> this is longer than one second. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Haley, I'll keep it as brief as I can. Haley Bieber's stylist is a woman named Maeve Riley, who I think is the coolest, most interesting, most chic human being in the entire world. Such a great follow but she um, is, you know, a stylist, and I think in an attempt to kind of meet more of her followers, hosted a, uh, a class you can sign up for. I mean, you know, you bought the class and or attended it, um, and it's just kind of her background, how she had started styling, her tips and, hmm. and advice. So I had to be at work um, on Saturday, and <laughs> when people weren't in the store, I was sitting in the floor of, you know, the, we have a little back stock room. I was sitting on the floor on my laptop trying to watch glass. Uh, Loved it. And I'd like, I mean, so we'd ha- I'd be helping someone on the floor and like come in and be like, I need a ranch water. And Sarah's like sitting there like next to the fridge and like <laughs> making a ranch water, like handing it to me. Like, couldn't just even like, like look the at bar me exam. was just like... <laughs> Hope you, did, hope you don't need any help out there. I'm learning. I'm learning in here. Yeah. I don't, do you? Who? Who? Which of the two of you likes working at the store the most? Who I think you do. Yeah, I think so. I'm a, I'm a people person. Like Sarah's great. Like Sarah loves to sit down and like at a desk with her tea and her pretty flower. Sarah's like a nester. You're and like, orderly. And then like yeah. get going. And I like to like drink tequila with everyone who comes in and like no, see what's going on. Not necessarily yeah. true. That's it's that's an undersell. But Lizzie is probably more. This is why you are a great mom because you go home uber relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> The more shoes you sell, <laughs> the more ranch water you've had. There you go. Last question. I have so many. Really, we could just do this for four hours. We really could because it's sister, sister. With, with um, having four kids, did you find there were times you were home that you were just your mind wandered? Did your mind wander more when your children were really small, <sighs> or does it wander more now? Definitely when they were small. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I had to I had to like train myself, and my mom actually would help with this. Like she's like Lizzie. I, I'm like a, I like to see results, and I'm like um, I need to I'm productive. And I, it was really hard for me to kind of like learn that like sitting on the floor with Legos was moving the ball forward. It was being productive. Oh my gosh, that is you know? amazing. The best piece of advice I got was from Becky Pegram when Helen and we went to Diggy's house for something. I can't remember what. She said, let me tell you, you're used to accomplishing big things. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to accomplish really little things. And they're great. And I will Diggy's never forget her saying that to me. Yeah. It's, tr- it's hard. It's still, oof. Okay, last one because we're not really good at this fast fact thing, are we? Yeah, because no, we're just terrible. so interested. We're gonna have to bring it back well, for like okay. round two. Yeah. What for both of you is the craziest thing you ever saw or did in your previous jobs? I always say I did the fluffy side of Goldman Sachs. I um, worked in our executive. Is, is there a fluffy side to <laughs> Goldman Sachs? <laughs> the fluffier side of Goldman Sachs, and I did not crunch numbers. I worked in our executive office and um, doing client relations and event management and support for our board. So I traveled with the board um, and with our. Um, C-suite. Um, so we saw, we did, we did and saw some pretty crazy things. And I was there also during the 2008 financial crisis, which oh. again, saw, saw did some pretty crazy things. But yeah, I mean, um, I think from hopping around, I, I was telling Shelly this earlier, um, hopping around in Sao Paulo on um, <laughs> helicopters and making sure that one of our, um, actually one of my favorite board members at the time was a woman, that she had the Harboro gummy bears that she oh, loved to have yes. in between client meetings. Uh-huh. Doing that and like to um to like sharpening pencils and ordering pizza all night long um during trying to figure out how 
you know, we're going to deal with the mortgage crisis. Like things got oh, kind of wow. Western, got kind of Western. <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> what was the craziest thing you saw, Miss Sarah? Oh, um, so actually about three months after I started working, my direct boss went on honeymoon and was completely off the, as she should have been, you know, completely off the grid. Um, but while she was gone, there was this meeting on her calendar with DOF Barney's. I didn't know what DOF stood for. Turns out it stands for Director of Fashion, uh, which kind of, kind of a big meeting. Kind of a big meeting. I went in totally blind. Had no idea who this person was. Hadn't done Are my homework. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Hey, I think nice I thought I genuinely you. thought it was oh, wow. um, somebody's first name. Oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, that'd be but, like you thinking CEO was hey Co. Yeah, hey, what's up, Co? Yeah, yeah. You're the CEO, right? CEO. It's your first <laughs> nice to meet you, CEO. What's that stand for? So that's a whole thing. But uh, and it ended up being being okay he was he was lovely but uh, probably not the best meeting to walk into blind okay, so well, moral of the story well, do you do your homework on your calendar or Noted. just be yourself super charming <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you would have won him over no matter what i feel like y'all are just have such obvious mutual adoration for each other and respect and Likewise. i feel like you may be in this beautifully positioned place to bring this heirloom to a lot of people mm-hmm. and a lot of families in a way that's really genuine and i applaud you well, guys, thank you so much. I mean, what an asset you two are to obviously everybody, your clients, but also to Dallas and, and, and the further community. So thanks for having us. It's yeah, so nice to so be with y'all. Y'all shepherding us through this, Shelly, and kind of helping us figure it out. But yeah, and it's fun to work with like other, other women who are doing something cool. And I think the sister dynamic is really special. Yeah. Okay, y'all are the cutest. Slate it. it.